0: where uh, Daniel, remember the words of wisdom you gave me last night before you went to sleep? You, you already forgot what you told me? His words of wisdom was, Dad, you don't have to talk as long tomorrow. Right? You know, uh, Actually, I think uh, based on the conversation, he tried to get out of church. He said he had enough church yesterday between our 3 o'clock and our 7 o'clock. Right, Daniel? Hey, it's okay. Yeah. Everyone else is going, amen. And Jordan, really, if she could speak up, she would be like, absolutely. You're probably not her favorite. Since, you know, with that. Right, Drew? You haven't been here for a little while, so I'm going to pick on you. Amy came from the to give us this. I hope we get the same sand fleas down there. I wasn't. Or the present in the garage. Oh, well, I guess if they're frozen, that's okay with that. But we do, we come to this time of Christmas. And, and you know, I do uh, really plan to be Ruth, Daniel, you know, uh, with this. But it's also important that we we still remind ourselves of this old, old story. But yet the old, old story is so powerful even today. If we would just do what the story tells us. And we know that Christmas is about sharing. You know, my kids, they opened up their stockings. And they, Josiah, called me back and said, hey, you need to open up your stocking. They want to share in that. We will share food together. Most of us will. We've shared songs, and we share greetings and love with one another. And sometimes our kids will share with anybody who will listen about their new toy that will go on. You know, and, and who got them what?" And sometimes our kids will also share the disappointments of what they didn't get, what they thought for certain they were going to get. Yeah, like that hell, really rose, you know. And the Christmas is about those sharing moments. And, and, and you know, I realize that for most of you, you know the Christmas story. And I'm not going to belabor any of that, but, but I want us to be reminded of a couple of things. And one of the things is the Christmas story is found in Matthew and Luke. is filled with messengers. People whose sole job was to proclaim what was going on. And they typically took the shape of what? Angels. We have the angel to Zachariah and Elizabeth. We have the angel to Mary. We have the angel to Joseph. We have the angels to the shepherds. And we had the star. Whether that was an angelic being, we don't know exactly the star. We know there were some things happening up in the sky. Things that were out of this world that came in. The Christmas story is filled with. With messengers. But you also maybe, if you remember, you will know that those messengers had a very limited role. After the angel appeared to Mary, there is no other record of another angel appearing to Mary. We know that uh, there was a dream where Joseph was told, let's go to Egypt." But we don't see any other angels on the scene. And that's because I believe that once the story was initiated, once the messengers got clearly the role, God said, now I need new messengers. And that is you, I. We are God's new messengers. We I would hope that if we're doing the, the, the telling of the Christmas story, that Gabriel or Michael or any of the other cherubim or seraphim or the host of angels, they don't have to—they don't have to come back on the scene <clears throat> because they proclaimed it. They started it, and now it is our job to go forward, and we see this already. In, in this story, we see the shepherds go out and spread the word. They became the first messengers beyond. And then you have Simeon, who proclaims the life of the Gentiles. and then you have Anna. Now, we don't know what they did the next day, day nine of Jesus' life. We don't know the next time the shepherds did anything, but I'm pretty sure they weren't going to be able to keep it quiet like our kids, for weeks, will tell us about Christmas. Weeks, they will share the good news of the joy they received this Christmas morning. And so it should be the same with us. Christmas is also about going. It's a journey. Mary and Joseph went. Yeah, they were summoned. They really had little choice, but they're on a journey. The shepherds have to go into town. The magi go from afar. And as I reflected again this week, one last time for this season, and again this morning, I was struck by the ones who stayed put aren't typically the good ones. Herod stayed put. He didn't go he sent. He was comfortable in his own setting. But Christmas will remind us that it's about going about and telling others. It's the journey that sometimes is as important as the destination. Simeon and Anna had to go in and around the temple. They didn't just sit and wait. And how that's a reminder for us as God's messengers that sometimes we, or may I say, all the time, we must go. We sing the song, "Go, tell it on the mountain, over the hills and down the river. But I know the temptation in my life is to sit and wait. We have a sometimes a field the which how we build it, and, go, and then they will. You know, that was never plan. You know. His plan was for us to go. But we don't just go and, and, and do nothing. We don't just kind of meander around and wander in this life. Christmas is about time. We have a story to share. Do you have joy? What joy do you have? Do you have peace? Do you have love? Do you have those things? If you do, we have a story to tell. We have a story to tell about what God has done. As I reminded our, our friends just up the street last night, I, I used these verses to remind us. Galatians 4 4. But when the set time had fully come, or in some, when the appointed time had come, God sent His Son. Born of a woman, born under the law to re- redeem us from the law unto adoption. See, God was ready. Just the timing wasn't there yet. And sometimes we are reminded of Christmas that we must wait. And we're all curious about the next time that Jesus comes back and, 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 and we know lots of things, but I will tell you, I think the words of Galatians are going to ring throughout. will ring true again. But when the set time has fully come, we will return. For we can say, He sent his son. So that you and I may be adopted words. Paul puts it in Romans, you see, at just the right time, Christ died. His birth wasn't the only right time. His death was too. God knew what he was doing. And when God, when we realize and trust that God knows what he is doing, then we can do what he asks us to do. Which is about sharing the good news. This is how I've seen God. I know I ask and you know, and I try to get us to think of that, but how have you seen God live? Yes, we need to understand our our salvation story or our testimony. But, you know, if if it's just about the time we were saved and we don't have another story of what God has done. You know, we don't have much to tell. You know, we tell what God has done. We share His word. We share the good news that is continually given to all of us. What do you have to share this day? This week? Who can you share it to? And we need to share it with one another, where we encourage one another in the words of our Lord, but we need to share it with those who have yet to hear Because, as Romans says, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? <clears throat> and how can they hear without someone preaching to them? This isn't preaching in a sense of you know necessarily if you're going to hell you don't believe type of thing. You know, there, there's a place for that. We need to understand what God does. But you know what? It's a preaching of the myth, Hey, I'm here with you. I have been there, but God. Saved you, and he can save you too. And how can they hear without someone preaching? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, and Paul quotes the Old Testament. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But we also need to know this: not all the Israelites are all who have accepted the good news. Consequently, Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So we can tell our own stories, and sometimes it sounds like it's about us. But we've got to remember, it's about Christ. It is God's story as seen through your life. What has God done in your life? How have you had joy? How can you go and tell someone? Our job, our task, is to go and tell. In words and in deeds. People need to hear the good news, which is for all people, that today, Jesus is Lord. No, he's not born again. But he is alive and well. As we sang, on, I heard the bells of the Christmas that God is not dead, nor does he sleep. And then you two and I can be of God. Now, we need to rest, you know. But we know that when we do this, and we do it together. God is peace. We're told to go and tell. We're not told how productive we will be. Our task, the task of Christmas to some extent, is one of faithfulness. At just the right time, God faithfully brought his promise to life. At just the right time, God faithfully brought his promise to a cross. God faithfully, three days later, brought our Lord out of the tomb. And Jesus said in his final words, Go, make disciples, teaching them all I have taught you, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And surely I am with you always until the very end of age, when he will be faithful again. And he will do what our hearts, what all the creation is growing about. Behold, I make all things new. You know, Christmas gifts will wear out; they will cease to work. I mean, I still don't wear some of my Christmas gifts from twenty years ago, and you are grateful as I am too. Some of the things I got, number I, I don't remember. We have some of those, like the really first century laser pack, Okay. The very first ones, quick. you got high end stuff yeah, you now. You know they're in the garage. I don't know if they work fully, but you know we could play that today, Daniel, if we wanted to. Probably not. Good. We, we don't do those because they will wear out. You know what? God never wears them. And when He makes it new, we will do what the angels have always said: glory. God, peace, peace, good will from those whom God's name of God. Our world needs to hear the good news that they can be with Jesus today. That's where even I must go inside. We pray. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you that we can be reminded again we, we know these things. They're, they're not new for most of us, if not all of us. But Lord, can you need to just stop again and be reminded of what you ask of us. For we can easily get content and want to kind of stay foot. But Christmas reminds us that as Christ was sent here, fully God and fully man, you have sent us as we are reminded of the call of Isaiah, or I'm reminded of the call of Isaiah. He saw you, he confessed his sin, and you cleansed him from unrighteousness, and then you asked, whom shall I send? His response is what our response can be this day. After we have come to know you as Lord and Savior, we can say, here am I, Send me. May we live out this time, as sent once, to a world proclaiming that I believe in Christmas, and that makes the difference each and every day. Lord, we thank you for this, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jordan, was that quick enough for you? I mean, I'm at 17 minutes, so, you know. <laughs> I, I, I hope you didn't fall asleep. <coughs> Alright. Well, let us stand and sing. This final carol aims. Angel-